ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. This is the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe. Your holy presence living in me. Worship the Lord. Worship Him. This is my day. Wherever you are, declare His word is your bread. His this presence is, is the air you breathe. Your worship you Lord we bless your name we say there's no one compared to you Lord this is wherever you are just just begin to bless the Lord Begin to bless the Lord. Begin to lift up the name of the Lord. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. And we are blessed to be gathered together online for the service. And there's a blessing awaiting you. There's a blessing awaiting you. Just worship Him. Just lift Him up. Declare His majesty. Declare, declare that all you need is Him. Mayandala basata, rekate mazima yandala basita. 
We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Lekotobosi mayandala baba. Lasikotomosi mandala baba. We say none. No one compares you. No one compares you. You stand alone, Lord. You stand alone, Lord. Your majesty. Your majesty. Your glory. Your greatness. Your might. Your power, we lift you. We declare that no one compares to you. Samaya Dalababa, Limbre Baba Baba Baza Talaba, Bakote Mizi Dalababa, Mikabayan Dalabasata, Lama Mama 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 Mazika Talaba, Kibosatalaba. Bless the Lord. I just, I just wanted to sing this song. Come live in me. Come live in All my life. Take over. All my life. Take over. Come breathe in me. I will rise on eagles' Come live in me all my life. Take over. Come breathe in me. Come breathe in and I will rise on eagle. Come live in, come live in. We invite you into our lives, into our hearts, into our minds. Life. Take over. Come breathe in me. Come breathe in. I will rise on eagles' Come live in me all my life. Take over. Come breathe in me. Come breathe in me. As she sings, I want you to just declare to the Lord that He's all He wants. Ask Him to come and live in you, in you, with you, around you, to be with you. Call Him. Ask Him to breathe in you. Bless His name. Bless His name. Landala Baziki Tomahan Deresa, Lembra Baba, Rama Mazita, Basulama, 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 Imadima, Imadima, Malon de Leboso, Kiba Bayan Dalaba, Rama Zindalaba, Sitalaba, we bless your name, we 
bless your name. We, we bless your name, Lord. Yes. We bless your name, Lord. Masa Talababa. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him to come and live in you. To breathe in you. We bless your name. Kashatala Baba. Limbra Zika Tobaba. Lazandala Baba Zata. Lama Mama Zima Yandala Baba. Limama. La mama zanga la basata, re mama zima yanda, ra mama zata la ba zata la ba, imre mazonda sote babaya, ikata baba yambaliatoba, rekita sundiri masata. What a blessing! What a blessing! What a blessing! Di mama zata la baba, likato masita, kabaya dala baba. Whatever you are, just lift your hands and. This, this beautiful Sunday morning, the Resurrection Sunday. Today's Resurrection Sunday. Just, just, just declare to the Lord that it's high and lifted up. Yes, there's power in the resurrection. The Bible says that if Christ is not risen, then our faith is in vain. You want to bless His name. You want to say, Father, thank you. For dying on the cross and rising, dying on the cross and rising, dying on the cross and rising, Masata Bayandalaba, we bless your name. We bless your name. We declare no one like you. There's no one whose Savior died and rose again. You rose again. Your body is not in the grave. Masata Lababa, Limbraziki Masudi. Lama, Lama, Zama, Zata Baba, Lambra di Zama Yandala Baba, Rama Mazinde, Malama, Mazia, 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 Laba, Late, Bostima, Libri Maziki Toma, Amalaba, Lama Zaba, Lama Zaba, Ibadoloba, Bebadalaba, Zatalaba Baba. We bless you, we bless you, we worship you, we worship you. Lift your hands wherever you are and just bless the Lord. Worship Him. Declare that He's your Savior. Declare that He's your King. Declare that He's your Lord. Lift Him up. Worship Him. None like Him. There is no one like Him. Just bless his name. Just bless his name. He stands alone. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. What he starts, he finishes. He began your life and he will finish it. Nothing else can finish you. Only God will bring you to the expected end of your life. Just bless him that he's in control of your life. That he's in charge of your life. He's a master. He's a master. He's a master. Masatalaba. Le Mazandalaba. Le Mama. Yamama. Ramazika Tebo Sata. Le Mrazamayangalababa. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We bless you. Masaba Sutebidi Masondalaba. Lamazamama. Lama Satala Baba Baba. Thank you, Jesus. 
we bless your name in Jesus name we pray Amen what a blessing what a blessing at this time I want us to spend some time to pray yes the church is a place of prayer the house of God is a place of prayer and I have no doubt that wherever prayer goes up God's involvement God's intervention comes down and uh, today being resurrection Sunday I want us to pray committing our lives into the hands of you see you see today it's a very special day you see because it 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 separates Christianity from every other religion because all other religions also have their founders and saviors who also died I mean all die be die if you died on the cross or you died from diabetes or they cut your throat or I mean all die be die but it's the resurrection so, so Paul said in 1 Corinthians 12 uh, 15 sorry 1 Corinthians 15 verse 12 it says now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead how say some among, among you that there is no resurrection of the dead verse 13 but if there be no resurrection of the dead then is Christ not risen and if Christ be not risen then is our preaching vain and your faith is also in vain so what underpins the Christian faith is a resurrection. Is a resurrection. The Christian faith has many landmarks and many hallmarks. The blood of Jesus, the cross, communion, all the things, many things. But resurrection sets everything apart. And today, we want to pray for our faith. You see, your faith is directly connected to the resurrection. It's direct. The relationship is direct. We want to pray about your faith. That your faith will also resurrect any area of your life, your spiritual life, where there is death your prayer life is dead. Your Bible study life is dead. Your spirituality is dead. Today, the Bible says, if the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you, if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit shall quicken your mortal bodies. Your mortal body. 
anything in your life, anything in you that is dying or dead, God has the power to raise it up again. Some of us used to serve God actively. But today, all that is left of you is nominal Christianity. You even carry a title pastor. But you know that you are everything in life except a pastor. You carry the title shepherd. But you know that you are everything in life except a shepherd. Today, we want to pray for a resurrection from the dead of anything in our lives that by this time should be buoyant that by this time should be alive that by this time should be the mantelpiece the main thing people see about us today we don't find them but I believe that if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you that same spirit will also quicken your spiritual life quicken your faith and wherever you are believe god believe god that whatever is dead some of you your love for god is dead your interest in spiritual things is dead somebody had to call you for you to even be watching the service today something has died but the resurrection power gives us hope that we are able to rise from anything that has died or is dying. Some of us, our, our great acts are in our past. When we describe your greatness, it's in your past. There is nothing in your present life that comes close to what you've done before. Today, there is power. There is power. And I want you to begin to pray right now for a resurrection of any area of your life. Any area. You used to pay your tithe. Now you don't pay your tithe. It's dead. But it can resurrect again. That's, that is the beauty of today. Sunday, resurrection Sunday. Whatever is dead can come up again. Masatalababa. Ramazindelebe. Ramama Zababa. Lababa. Lamama Zamayandalababa. Le mama, mama, ma, la baba baba, la mama, ma, le mazima yanderebe, le mbre mama, le bereberebe, le mazima, le mama, bimaya, la baba zita basunimahandalaba, la baba, whatever is dead in my spirituality, in my Christianity, in my life as a believer, pray, pray for a resurrection. Pray for a resurrection. Pray for a resurrection. La bazi mama, la bazi katima si mama, la bramba sundi, lambra baba, bata 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 baba, imazi mayanda shatalaba, la baba. Pray, 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 pray. Whatever is dead, whatever greatness was in your past that is not present now, we are praying, Lord, bring it up again. Let it come up again. I used to be a shepherd. I'm no more a shepherd. I was passing actively. I'm now on retirement. You are praying that Father resurrect, revive thy works, revive thy works, Lord. La sandalaba, imama, le mama, lansima le mayande, le brama mama, pray, 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 pray. Tasi minima, 
Bindisandolebe, la mama, la mama, la mama, la mama, la mama, la mama zimini masa, adisabosha, la mama. Kandala baba, la baba, la mazina, ina la baba, la baba, la baba, le bazikaba, le mantaba, imamasata, la malaba, la baba, le baba, la 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 baba. La baba, randalaba, satabasata, la malandele baba, spirituality, come up, come up, come alive, come alive, come alive. Let my spirit, let my spiritual life, let my Christian life, whatever was dead, whatever is dead, whatever was alive and is now dead, is coming up again, is 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 coming alive again. In the name of Jesus, Himala Baba, La Prasa Takata Baba, Rababa Baba Baba Baba, La Baba Yandala Baba, Ikatusa Baba Yandala Baba, La Baba Yandala Baba, La Mazi Mama, Lenta Satala Baba. In the name of Jesus, I want us to attack the things that are killing our spirituality. The things that are killing our ministries. The things that are trying to retire us. Sometimes we find ourselves not fervent in the Lord. Not buoyant in the Lord. Simply because of personal problems. Financial issues. Marital issues. A boy broke your heart. And these are very painful situations. You are believing God for a job. The job has not come. You've been believing God for a pregnancy. It has not come. So your faith goes down. But the Bible says in Psalm 138. Psalm 138. 138. Verse 7a. It says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, Thou will revive me. Yes. Though I walk in the midst of trouble. I've got troubles. Financial troubles. Emotional troubles. Marital troubles. Financial troubles. Troubles with work. Thou wilt revive me. So no matter what issues you are in. God has power to revive you. God has power to make you a pastor again. God has power to make you a preacher again. God has power to revive your spirituality again. Whatever trouble made you backslide, the Bible says that in the midst of the trouble, God is able to revive you. He said, Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of my enemies and thy right hand shall save me thy right hand shall save you I, my, my heart is bleeding for former shepherds former appointees former pastors former church builders former center builders former builders of 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 of, of ministries 
builders of Christ. Today, everything that is great in your life is dated in your past. We are praying, we are saying, Lord, revive me in the midst of my troubles. My troubles are not over. I'm still experiencing a broken heart. I'm still experiencing financial difficulties. I'm still having marital issues. But oh God, revive me in the midst of my troubles. Begin to pray right now. Imandala Baba, Rama Mazima Ribaba Yanda, Iprato Siminima, Adan de Le Mama, Adan de Le Mama, Adan de Le Masandala Babraba Braba Braba Bra. Imalaba Baya Baba, La Baba 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 Bayandalaba, La Baza Baba, La Baba. You know, I want to I want to read this very powerful scripture from Habakkuk 3 verse 2. He said, O Lord, I have heard thy speech and was afraid. O Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make known. In wrath, remember mercy. Revive thy works in the midst of the years revive thy works your life hasn't ended you are just in the midst in the middle of your years your works are dead you are only 37 years you've lost all your ministry steam but on this resurrection sunday the power of god can revive you again in the name of jesus that we will never call you a former shepherd, a former center leader, a former pastor, but by reason of what God is able to do, this was the prayer. This was the prayer that was prayed. said, Lord, revive thy work. Whatever you were doing in my life, that is to, today dead. Whatever I was doing in your kingdom, in my life, that today is dead and in the past. Lord, I pray, revive your work. Revive your work. Revive your work. Begin to pray right now. Pray and ask the Lord, Father, revive. Father, revive. Father, revive. Father, revive. Father, revive. Revive my spirituality. Revive my fervency. Revive my energy. My zeal. My zeal. My zeal that was dead. Revive it, O God. La pasanda la ba, le crepazina, le crepazina, la bata ba ba ba, la baba yanda la ba, la baba, la baba ba, be mama, la baba yanda la baba, la baba zanta la baba, ramama zima yanda la baba, le besito lo bosoto, ramazima la ba, la baba. La baba yante de beziki baba la baba baba yanda la baba le minima son de rebe la mama le mazima yanda la baba le mama le mazima ma ya mama e mama la baba yanda la baba la mazima yanda le mama mama le mama le mama le mama la bazita le bazita Imamala baba la baba la baba 
Imayandalababa, Imamazina Lama, Imamazin Derebe, La Babayande, Imalababa, 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 Itebosa, Itebosa, Italamba, 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 Imamazita, revive your work, Lord, revive your work, Lord, do it again, Lord, do it again, Lord. Do it again, Lord. Ramazama Yanda. La Baba Satalaba. Do it again. Do it again, Lord. Do it again, Lord. Do it again. Do it again, Lord. Do it in my life. Do it again. Make me. Make me. A pastor again. A shepherd again. A church builder again. Make me love you again. Make me somebody with zeal again. The zeal I had in school. Revive it again. In the midst of my years. Revive it in the name of Jesus. You know, there's, there is this very important verse. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. And uh, I need you to know it. I need you to know it. Just know it. I'm just sharing this verse with you. I'm giving it to you. Ecclesiastes 7 verse number 10. The Bible says, it says, Say not thou, what is the cause that the former days were better than these? For thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this. Very, 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 very important. Whenever you say that the former days were better than these days, it means you are not speaking wisely. A certain wisdom has left you. And if there is no wisdom, the other word is a very strong word. You have a responsibility. Listen to me carefully. You have a responsibility to ensure that yesterday was not better than today. That's one of your responsibilities in life. To ensure that yesterday your past is not better than your present. The Bible says that the path of the just is like the shining light. It shines more and more and more a child of God has a life which shines more Proverbs 4 it shines more so, so a child of God should not have a light that is dimming or diminishing that's why on this resurrection Sunday we are reviving every work every virtue anything God has done in our lives before that is great we are praying to him and saying to the Lord, Father, revive your works because the former days should not be better in your ministry, in your marriage, in your relationship, in your business. Your responsibility is to make sure that the best days of your life are ahead. That today is always better than, to, than yesterday. That no matter the handicaps and the setbacks, you have to ask God for the wisdom to make today better 
I have to ask the Lord for the wisdom to make my church today better than last year. My singing today better than last two years. My ministry today better than last five years. Because whenever you say that yesterday was better, you are not speaking wisely. I want to pray and, and say to the Lord to revive. That he should help you and mercifully strengthen you never to speak like this. Never to say that your marriage, your, your relationship between you and your husband was better last year than today. The relationship between you and your wife was better last two years. But today, somehow, since you traveled or since he traveled and came, things are not... No. We are coming against anything that makes our present today not nice. But only yesterday is nice. We are cursing it. We are blocking it. Anything in our lives that makes yesterday nicer and more colorful than today, we refuse it. We reject it. Begin to pray right now. Begin to clap your hands wherever you are in your room and pray. Pray and say, Lord, I revive. I revive the love in my marriage, in my business. Grant me strength to serve you. Grant me the grace to do your will. That yesterday cannot be better than today. Today is always better. Today is always better. You cannot have a better yesterday. It's wrong to have a better yesterday. I said it is wrong to have a better yesterday. Every day should be brighter, should be better. Begin to pray, 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 pray about your life, your life, your life itself. Some of you watching me, your life is going down. But we are going to fight in prayer till our life kicks up again. Masatala Baba, pray. Pray. Labra Baba. Labayata Asama Kondirima Arima Zikitola Mandaliada 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 Zeban de Ba Zeban de Ba Zeban de Benima Matebani Baba Labra Baba Revive 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 your works Revive your works Revive your works Revive your works In the name of Jesus Revive O God Revive O God Labasatala Baba Rakatalaba, wherever you are, just lift your hands and pray. On Resurrection Sunday, say, Lord, whatever is dead is coming alive. Whatever is dead is coming alive. Whatever is dead is coming alive. I will not allow yesterday to be better. No, in my home, in my business, in my ministry. Whatever wisdom key I need to resurrect my life, God has given it to me. Lift your two hands and just receive it. Bless the Lord. Yes, bless the Lord. Masatuni Mahandalaba. Yes, stretch your feet. Stretch your hand and receive it. God has given it to you. God is blessing you. God is blessing you. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Clap your hands wherever you are. And uh, I'm excited that your life is resurrecting. Yes, the same, if the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, if, if only it dwells in you, it shall quicken 
your mortal bodies, your mortal life. Everything about you is changing. And today, I believe that you are going to rise up to become a great person, to serve God, to, 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 to work for Him, and to love again. Now, whatever has been destroyed in your life is coming back to life on this Resurrection Sunday. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's receive Kimberly to bless us with a song. If it be your will, O Lord, let this cup pass over me. But he said, nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done, O Lord. I will accept your perfect will for my Your purse. 
say in my house. What a blessing. God bless you, Kimmy. And um, may you constantly sing for the Lord and be a blessing to the body of Christ. Today, on this Resurrection Sunday, I, I, I want to continue from where I left off last Sunday. And uh, I believe there's a very, very, very important message for us today. And it's about our lives as Christians. Last Sunday, I continued with the series of Wise as Serpents. Wise as Serpents. And in Matthew chapter 10, if you read verse number 16, Jesus said, Behold, I send you forth. I send you. I'm releasing you. I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. I have I, been so blessed personally preaching and teaching from this book what it means to be wise as serpents. Because I am learning many powerful keys for life. When you enter into this Christian life, your destiny changes. The outcomes of your life become different. Your status changes. Suddenly, you find yourself living in unfriendly environments. Very important. I don't know if I find a better way of saying this, I'll say it. But so far, what I can tell you is that don't see the world you are living in as your friend. As a Christian, spiritually, the world may be your friend in terms of your business. The world may be your friend in terms of your academic life, your social life. But when it comes to your Christian life, your Christian life, it's very important that you don't view the world as 
an ally. The world is not an ally. It's very important you don't view the world as a friend. If you are a Christian, it will really help you to believe that you are a sheep in the midst of wolves. Look, even in your, in your house, your school, your office, there is nothing that is in this world that has been arranged and organized to enhance your Christian life. Nothing. Believe it now before you get surprised. Nothing in this world has been arranged to advance your spirituality, to make you more spiritual, to make... No, everything you must do will be a fight against something that wants to kill you. Just imagine how the, 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 the fate of a sheep among wolves. If you can imagine it, you will understand what you are as a Christian. Imagine... The fate of a Christian or a sheep, sorry, a sheep in the midst of wolves, a sheep in the midst of tigers, a sheep in the midst of hyenas. That is how your life is as a Christian in this world. The world wants to finish your Christian. He said, I'm sending you. I don't know. I, I, I also, I mean, when I see Jesus, I'll ask why he, he, he sent us as sheep. I thought he would send us as, as sheep among goats or as sheep among cows. But he said, I'm sending you forth as sheep among wolves. That is why I'm taking you. Nothing there is your friend. When you get born again, as soon as you rise up as a Christian, the environment that was friendly ceases to be a friendly environment. Many who have not understood this revelation have jeopardized their faith, have shipwrecked their faith. For you to survive, it's very important to understand that your, your business environment your school environment, your social environment, nothing in your environment is there to, to enhance your Christian life. Nothing. Social media, it's not there to enhance your Christian life. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they are not there to make you more spiritual. No, we are fighting to use it. We are using it to enhance the church. Using survival skills. But if you think that Facebook is your friend, you are just there, you spend all your time every day checking people's posts, people's uh, uh, timelines. I don't understand the, even the words they use. <laughs> there, I, I, I don't know how to say it. I wish I knew how to say it in a better way. There is nothing in this world that will enhance your spiritual life. Everything in this world is to kill your spirituality. They may boost your riches, Enhance your knowledge, make you more intelligent, make you more 
resourceful, but your spiritual life, see it as an enemy. See it as an enemy. In the days of the Israelites in Egypt, it was said that the shepherds, the, 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 the Egyptians were the enemies of the shepherds. The Egyptians were the enemies of the shepherds. If you don't understand where you are, it's, it's very important to always have a revelation of where you are. Genesis 46. It says, for every shepherd, verse 33, for every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. When you want to serve God, you want to be a pastor. Genesis 46, 33, the last B down there. It says, for every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. You want to serve God? <laughs> Expect your work to fight it. You want to serve God? Expect your education to fight it. You want to serve God? Expect your marriage to fight it. You want to serve God? Expect the system in the university, the system in the school. I mean, when we were in the university, we used to have meetings everywhere. Today, <laughs> you almost have to get a permit from the Flagstaff House before you can hold a meeting on the, on, on the university campus. And that's the nature of the world. We are sheep in the midst of wolves. We are sheep in the midst of wolves. I said, it gets worse if you want to serve God. The, see, Egypt stands for the world. It's a type of the world. Pharaoh is a type of Satan. And the Bible says that every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. You are hated for being a pastor. They may call you to, 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 de to dedicate boreholes, but they don't like you. There's no politician who likes a pastor. Never. You may be friends for another reason. There's nothing in the world that will enhance your ministry. Like it's encouraging you. If you will do well, you must fight. So Jesus said, the wisdom you need to live in this environment, this, this, this environment that is not helpful to your existence, this environment that is, that is inimical to your existence, the, the wisdom you need to maneuver is the wisdom of a snake. The wisdom of a snake. If you don't acquire the wisdom of a snake, you will not see the next year. As a Christian, you may see the next year richer, more intelligent, nicer, more beautiful. Oh, this world. Beauty tips. Things to enhance your look, the wigs, the makeup kits, more. It makes you more and more beautiful. But your soul has no helper in the world. Therefore, today, I'm coming to you with another wisdom key of the snake. And it's the same wisdom key I began to share with you last week. 
that serpents are masters at overcoming handicaps. Serpents are masters at overcoming handicaps. If you live in this world, you must be ready to overcome something. You must be ready to overcome something. It's amazing that people are not able to overcome handicap. Look, look, look. As you are watching me, if you can take some one minute or 30 minutes to look into your life very carefully. And honestly, if you are honest, if you are not honest, you will not even do what I'm saying you should do. Look into your life and see the handicaps of your life. You see, a handicap, this, this book describes handicaps. It says a handicap is something that severely limits you. It limits you. You want to be a pastor. It's limiting you. You want to be a spiritual person. It's limiting you. You want a nice marriage. It will never allow you. A handicap is something that makes you different from others. Everybody is doing well. Only me. A handicap is a disadvantage that makes success more difficult. And everybody has it. Today, I pronounce that you are an overcomer. Anything that is a weakness, that is a deficit, that is a handicap in your life, I declare that you are an overcomer. I mean, in this book, Bishop talks about handicaps you can overcome. You can overcome them. Youthfulness is a handicap if you are youthful. Paul told Timothy, don't allow anyone to despise your youth. Don't allow anyone to despise your youth. 1 Timothy 4.12 Once you are a young person, people write you up, oh, get away, we are, grown-ups are speaking, what do you know? But if you are a young person, you can overcome the handicap. Timothy had to overcome the handicap of youthfulness. And it's all by the way you carry yourself. Let no man despise your youth. Why do people write off young boys and girls? Because foolishness is in their hearts. Always, the younger you are, the more foolish you are. Always. It's everywhere. It's in Nigeria. It's in Azerbaijan. It's in America. It's in China. It's in Brekum. The younger you are, the more foolish you are. A certain man had two sons. The younger one was a fool. Always. Bible says foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. So, when people see a young person, they don't think much of them. But I declare that as a young person listening to me, God is going to give you the wisdom to overcome youthfulness and be, be listened to. Listen to. One of the reasons why I love First Love Church. It's a church of young people. My daughter who sang is in First Love. My son playing the keyboard is he, 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 he's in First Love. It's a First Lover. As I was having a, 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 a the dawn prayer meeting with him, I, mean, I could feel that I, I, I was talking to, to, to a pastor. 
I mean somebody who understood spiritual things. When I want to do something in my church, I call him to ask him. We discuss. He's my son. But we discuss. It's possible for you to be young and to be listened to. It's all about how you carry yourself. I've been to many places. Now I'm, I'm, I'm even a bit older. But when I was a younger pastor, in my 20s, in my 30s, in my 40s, I go for meetings, you know, going to preach in another church at a wedding, go for an outdooring, and I meet some pastors of other bigger charismatic churches, as a particular one. Each time I met a pastor from that church, I felt like I was not anointed. The way they will talk to you, the way they will just dismiss you. But each time, without exception, each time I held the microphone and I began to preach, I realized that they all sat up. Hey, who is this boy? Who is this boy? May you be a type of person nobody can write off. And there's a wisdom that makes you live that way. If you're a young person, acquire knowledge. Read, study. When you open your mouth, it's not gas that will come out. It will be wisdom and insight. Older people would like to listen to you. Jesus was sitting with doctors of the law as a young boy. As a young boy. So your age, the fact that you are young doesn't mean you can't be a shepherd. Overcome it. You see, it's a handicap. It's a handicap. Even in Africa, when grown-ups are talking and a child, hey, go, go to your room. Go to your room. Because you don't have any sense. There's no contribution coming from you. But I'm telling you that if you're able to overcome this handicap, God will use you. God will use you at your, at, at your early age. You don't have to start serving God when you are 48 years. By 26, I was a pastor of a church. And I even feel like I, I, it, it was too old. I was too old. I'm very happy. My son is 21 years old. He's a pastor. Appointed. Appointed pastor. The fact that you are 22 doesn't mean you must, you, you must fall in love with any fool. By the time you are 25, your heart has been broken. Young girl, there's no, there's been no heart in you. Your heart has been saluted, uh, nailed, uh, glued 25 years. That's why I told you last week that you, if you are going to fight any battle, it must be a fight for the ministry. Other handicaps. It's your skin color. Your skin color. The fact that you are a black person means that you are last. You are at the bottom. Any white person who respects a black person is just maybe having fun or just experimenting something. Because there is nothing about a black person that will let a white person respects him. Everything about the black person is abysmal. Shoddy. Dirty. Filthy. But in the midst of this, there are black people who have also risen up to be great. You can also rise up to be great. Your, the color of your skin is a handicap in this world. 
But you will determine whether somebody will see your skin to respect you. It's all by how you are able to overcome. Receive the wisdom. Receive the grace. Receive the anointing to overcome every handicap. Your past can be a handicap. Your past. When we are talking about people's past, some, when they were in secondary school, they were SU leaders, SU presidents, they were singing in church, they were this, and you, when your friends were in SU, you were, you were fornicating in town, you were drinking. There's nothing about your past that is nice. But I want to inform you that whatever past you had, God is able to turn it around and make you a great person. What past did Paul not have? What past did Paul not have? He described himself as injurious to the body of Christ. Injurious to the church. A murderer. A blasphemer. But he found grace. Received grace. I said he found grace. Received grace. I, 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 I am commanding you to overcome your past. Whatever you've done, whatever, whichever way you've lived your life, that has brought you down. I'm declaring that you are capable of overcoming that handicap. You didn't go to school. You didn't go to school. It means you are a write-off. No, you're not a write-off. You are not a write-off at all. God can use you. God can make you a great person. You can end up with the same life that your friends who went to school also. You, you can drive the car they drive. You can live in the house they live in. It all depends on you. Become an overcomer of handicaps. By the grace of God. Handicaps. If you are a woman, it's a handicap. Even the Bible describes women, wives, as a weaker vessel. It's always, anytime there's a, there's a race, the stronger one wins. So it means that if you're a woman, there's no way you will win anything. But that is one side. In the Bible, you see women who rose up to lead who became anointed, who were used by God. Even in our, in, in our contemporary times, if you are looking for a person who was heavily anointed by God, it's a woman, Catherine Coleman. Catherine Coleman. Women can be great. Being a woman cannot be a disadvantage. In my church, around me are great women who are leaders. Builders of churches. Builders of centers. The fact that you are a woman does not mean you must just be in the church fornicating or just painting your face or uh, 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 extending your, your, your fingernails. A woman is not somebody who should just be in the church serving Coca-Cola and bread. Women in the church can also become pastors. Overcome. Overcome it. Overcome it. In my experience, women have done even better than men in the ministry. There are many men I began with, I can't even find them. 
Yes, he's with you. He's, he, his eyes on America. He's going to Spain. He, he has, he, he, before you know it, he's not there. But the women are faithful. Ladies are faithful. If you are a sister watching me, I'm saying to you that don't see your, your, your being a woman or being, being, being a female as a disadvantage. God has used people like you with problems, with issues, and he has raised them up to become giants in the ministry. Whatever represents a handicap, I declare that you are overcoming it in the name of Jesus. And everybody has it. Today, I want to quickly share with you five principles, just five, quickly, for overcoming handicaps. Do you want to know how to overcome handicaps? Do you want to, to learn how to overcome? Some of you, you yourself, you are the handicap. You are the handicap. The way you are. You are, I mean, the, 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 the problem in your life, in the world, is you yourself. Your temperament. How you are. And you see that it causes everything to go down. Wherever you are working, people cannot relate with you. Any girl you see, you like. It's you, you, you. But today, I'm going to show you how to overcome yourself. You are so moody. Anybody, it's like your, 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 in, your, in your house, when you wake up, people have to be quiet. Because the woman has, 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 has woken up. Everybody must be quiet. Because you are using your mood to control the atmosphere. It's called witchcraft. Some of us are lazy. You, you are a lazy person. It's your handicap. You are phlegmatic. You can't move. When your friends are moving, you can't move. It's like you are dull. You are just there. But you can be a phlegmatic and move. If you understand, if you are if you're able to understand these principles, five principles for overcoming handicaps. I prophesy that you'll be great soon. I prophesy that you are going to be one of the greatest leaders in the church. One of the most anointed pastors in the church. I declare that you are overcoming whatever it is that has set you back. That has kept you back and anybody in your life has rather gone forward. I declare that you are overcoming it and you are becoming the opposite of what what your nature was trying to dictate to you. You are overcoming it. And I'm happy that today is Resurrection Sunday. Yes. Whatever is dead is coming alive. And that's how the snake has survived. The snake doesn't have legs. Doesn't have hands. It just has its body. But it moves. What don't you have? Is it education? I know people who have no education who are rich, who are anointed, who have big churches. Look, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Every reason you will give as a reason for why your life is the way it is, somebody has the same reason and has overcome it. 
So the, so, 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 so the problem is not what you are saying is the reason. The problem is that you have not received the wisdom to overcome it. Five principles for overcoming handicaps. Number one, overcome your handicaps by assuming the stance and the posture of an overcomer. One of the ways to overcome your handicap, I I don't know what your handicap is. Mine is stammering. Not being able to speak fluidly and nicely like everybody else. So most of the places I go to, I am alone. When I go to a conference and pastors are preaching before me, as I sit there, I just look at them. Sometimes I'm not even listening to what they are preaching. I'm just admiring how they are talking. Say, hey, is it possible that somebody can, is, is, I mean, you don't have to fight, you don't have to, you know, exert yourself and just speaking nicely. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I, mine is how to talk. What is yours? I, I'm asking you, you say it, I'll hear it from your room. What is your own? Please say it. I'm waiting for you. What is your own? I've said mine. What is yours? I'm waiting for you. You can't dance. You couldn't finish wasi. You are too short. Ah, recently in my chair, a girl. Short girl. I was surprised that she had a beloved. I mean, I couldn't believe it that this girl had a beloved. She's married. She has been impregnated. We are expecting a baby. What are you saying about your height? You are short and so what? <laughs> Look, when I see that girl, I feel like carrying her. It's, it's like, I like her. See, I like people who overcome. I'm not surprised that in Revelations, God said, to him that overcometh, I'll do this. To him that overcometh, I'll give this. To him that overcometh, I'll do this. May you overcome your handicaps. Handicaps. Overcome it. Your stance, you see, my stance as a pastor, anybody watching me on the screen, looking at me, I'm telling you that I don't need to say it again. When you see me, just Assume that I'm trying to overcome something. Ah, no, 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 no. My chests are empty. My, my, I, I, I will go on a campaign to fail it. Ah. My car is not working. It has to work. It has to move. When I turn the ignition, it must move. I mean, it, 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 it comes naturally. This car must move. I don't know how it will, but it must move. It must move. I remember I was having a problem with a car. My car. I tried every morning. I'm taking my children to school. It's disturbing and so on. So one day I just, I just, no, 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 no. This thing is disturbing me. It, 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 it delays my morning activities. 
So I, I stopped parking the car in my house. Every evening when I come home in the whatever, I go and park it on a hill around my house. My house was down somewhere, but there was a hill. I go and park it there and talk to the watchman. I, you have to overcome it. I talk to the watchman that please, I'll give him money to, to also guard my car. And there was nothing in it, just the battery was the most important thing. In the morning, we bat my children, we put them in, in the car, we, we climb the hill. By the time we go, the car is there, we deal on it, we sit in it. I just call the, the watchman. We, we push the car just by descent, by the time it gets to the bottom, the car has started. It has to move. Your stance must be to overcome problems. sister. She was a nurse. A friend. All of us had married. I mean, I got married very early. We were all friends. She was not getting a husband. It was, it was becoming a prior topic. One day she told us that she is bringing her beloved. Hey, I said, hey. This girl, I mean, because of one or two problems, I, 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 I didn't know how she was going to get a husband. She came, she brought the beloved. The beloved was not working well. It's like the leg, one leg was not straight. And he was walking this way. Said, wow! She's got a husband. She has married. Today she has children. The husband doesn't have normal legs. But she has married. <laughs> she has married. I'm saying to you that have the posture of an overcomer. When you wake up in the morning, find something to overcome. If your husband is not talking to you, if there is confusion between you and your husband, you and your wife, decide that today, by the time we sleep, this problem must be over. This problem must be over. The flow which is not there, overcome it. Find a way to overcome it. Ah, the snake could have been lying there. That, ah, I, mean, I don't have legs. People, it's, it's only people with legs who walk. It's only people with legs who move. I don't have legs, so I will lie there. You lie there for cars to pass over you. You lie there for lions to come and catch you. You lie there for what to happen. He said, no, I will overcome no legs. I will overcome no hands. I will move on my stomach. May you move on your stomach. May you move with what others are not using to move. Move with yours. Move. Move. You must assume the stance. Anything you are doing, if I appoint you a shepherd, if I appoint you a leader, it means that you are supposed to fail. Yes. I'm a pastor in this world. I don't know about mass. I don't know about any. On this earth, I am not supposed to prosper as a pastor. I'm not supposed to prosper as a pastor. But I have to overcome if I say start a choir, 
you, you, you assume that this choir will not grow. I have to overcome stagnation. Assume the stance of an overcomer. Number two. Overcome your handicaps by knowing that everyone has handicaps. Beautiful point. That's how to overcome. That everyone has handicaps. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 verse 12, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Every, not, not some, not the leaders, not the pastors, not the reverends. All that will live godly in Christ. Everybody has a handicap. So if you have your own, decide that you will overcome. Don't see yourself as the only one. The only one. The only person with a handicap. The only person with problems. That is what Elijah did. When he was being chased, he felt that he was the only righteous man. He was the only one being chased by Jezebel. By Ahab. God said, no, no, no. no. You have made a mistake. There are a thousand others. You are not the only one with education problems. You are not the only one who cannot speak well. You are not the only one whose church is in a place where there are no people. Where my church is, it's, it's in a forest. It's in a forest. We have to overcome it by finding a way of filling the hall with people. Your members don't have smartphones. Your members don't have internet. Overcome it. I don't know how. Don't ask me. Believe it that everybody also has got members who don't have smartphones, who don't have internet. Everybody has a problem. So when you see someone whose church is working, don't say that, oh, this person there, oh, where he is, he has no problems. No, he has only overcome his own. You to overcome your own. When you see someone whose things are not working well, whose marriage is not working well, you are looking at somebody who has not respected himself as an overcomer. Everyone has handicaps. Maybe our handicaps may not be the same. Somebody's handicap is no money. Somebody's handicap is uh, no, 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 no job. Somebody's handicap is no legs. Somebody's handicap is no, no, no wife. Somebody's handicap is no husband. But not, not having a wife shouldn't stop you from serving God. You see, always tell yourself, I don't have this, but it won't stop me. Yes. Or my status I've written, never gonna stop. Nothing will let me stop. If I don't have a singer, I will sing myself. If I don't have a keyboard, I will, I will play the keyboard in my throat. I, it, it must happen. It must happen. It must happen. So I'm telling you, as you are using your ABC as an excuse, you are not the only one. There are people with the same situation you have, but they've been, been able to overcome it. Overcome your own. Number three, overcome handicaps. By thinking, thinking of a way to turn a handicap into an advantage. Wow. Thinking of a way to turn a handicap into an advantage. And the key word is thinking. 
I have come to discover that people retire their minds 30 years before their retirement. Young people, workers, pastors, few people use their minds. The mind, the mind thinking through, sitting down and thinking, going through the system, checking, how can I overcome this? I've discovered that people don't think. And because they don't think, handicaps bring them down. As soon as he has no legs, it means that a car is going to pass over him. Because he doesn't think. As soon as he has no hands, it means that he can't eat. But there is a wisdom a handless, armless person can have to eat. May God help you to learn how to overcome handicap by thinking. Thinking. Since this uh, uh, pandemonium or pandemic uh, uh, started, I mean, I've become a better pastor. Oh, yes. I've already developed engines I wasn't using before. I didn't even have them. New and better ways of passing my church. So, personally, I am very thankful to God for the lockdown, at least in Ghana, we are, we are experiencing in Accra and some places. I am super happy because it has forced me to develop and to, and to, and to develop engines. I could have also sat there. There's somebody watching me. Say, oh, but they say we must be in our houses. And I can't go. The last time I tried to go and visit my, my, my member, uh, the torture was, was returned. So I don't know what to do. Because, because you are not thinking. You are not thinking. There is always a solution to every problem. And those who think, they, they, they use the problems to get a better life, a better church, a better ministry, a better job. A better marriage, a better relationship, a better life. Once you think, because there are always supernatural revelations. And if you don't think, even the Holy Spirit will not speak to you. When Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant, (laughs) he began to think. And the Bible says, while he thought on these things, The Holy Spirit spoke to him. The Holy Ghost speaks to people who use their minds. I urge you to think. Think about how you can go to school. Think about how you can pass your exam. And one of the most powerful ways to think is to to ride on the mind of somebody who knows better than you. Seek people's input, your pastor's input, somebody you can trust. There is always a revelation. There is always a way out. There is always a way. But when you, when you, when you hide in a room, when you cut yourself off, when you don't open yourself up for help, nobody will help you. Nobody will help you. So what was meant to be a blessing rather sinks you, sinks your business, sinks your ministry, sinks your spiritual life. 
Bible says in Romans 8.28, it says, and we know that all things work together for good. We know this, that all things work together for good. Everything working must work together. The end must be good, 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 good. Not some way, not bad. Everything, the good, the bad, the dangerous, the ugly, everything in the end, it must be good. And those who think or use the mind of someone who has a better way of seeing things always become victorious. Your handicap can become an, an, an advantage. I don't know what your handicap is from today. I, be, I am believing God with you that you are overcoming, you are rising. Today is Resurrection Sunday. You are rising above it. Yes. I mean you, rise above. Let that problem be under you. You can. Don't, 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 don't surrender. Don't surrender to a problem that, that is far less powerful than you and God. Number four, overcome handicaps by receiving supernatural strength for your particular handicap. Supernatural strength. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 8. To ten, therefore, this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. Paul had a thorn in his flesh, and he besought the Lord that it might depart. He, and he prayed three times, and the Lord said to him, "said My grace is sufficient for thee; my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities." That the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, look at it. Look at an attitude. I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. But many of you can't say this. For, for many of you, when you are weak, then you are weak indeed. When you are weak, you are weak indeed. I want to announce to you that there is something called supernatural strength. It's called grace. That where something was never meant to work, the grace of God comes upon it. What problem are you having? What handicap do you have? You have a choice to allow it to sink you or to trust God for grace to overcome it. To overcome it. My grace. So a lot of the handicaps, God doesn't come to remove them. No, 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 no. I'm still stammering. I don't consider myself healed of stammering. I still stammer. But there's a, there's a supernatural power God has given me to overcome it. So it is there, but I've, I've jammed. That by my God, I will leap over the wall. I run through a truth. There are two ways of solving problems. You run through a truth. means that you confront it, you break through it. By the time you are at the end, the problem is not there anymore. You run through the truth. You break through. You make a way. But not all problems are like that. 
Some of them are walls. And not, don't, don't attempt to break every wall. Some walls must be left standing there. You must jump the wall. You must jump the wall. The wall is still standing there, but you, before you know you are on the other side of the problem. So your leg hasn't been straightened, but you are on the other side of the problem. Katasayapa. How to speak for me is a wall. But each time I take a microphone, I jump to the other side. Not all walls will come down in your life. Not all problems will be solved in your life. To overcome means to jump over. Sometimes it is still there, but you, 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 are, you are on the other side. You are enjoying. That's why David said in Psalm 23, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of the wall. In the presence of my enemies. As the enemy is there, as the wall is there, the wall was preventing me from eating. But before it knew, I was on the other side eating my food. Receive the grace to enjoy life in spite of your handicap. Receive the grace to overcome. That it, the problem is still there, but you are living large. By my God, I've run through a troop. And by my Lord, I've leaped over a wall. If you are thinking that some walls will come down, look at my face carefully. You will dream till you die. I say, if you are thinking that some walls will be flattened, a bulldozer will come and clear the wall, you've not understood life. A lot of walls will be standing there till you die. It will never stop. It will never go. You must learn how to overcome. How to jump over the wall. It's still there, but you've jumped. May every handicap become an advantage. May supernatural strength. Pastor, how do I jump? Allow the Lord to give you the wings of an eagle. Fly above it. Fly above it. He said, my grace. That's the supernatural component. If you allow God. Listen to me as I end. If you will allow God there. He will, he, he will show you how to overcome that problem. You see, I, I, I just heard in the spirit that some of you, you've not even matured to meet your real problems in life. You are being distracted by problems that are not problems. It's like they have kept you at a lower level. It's like you are dealing with something that maybe even, even, even your pastor could have helped you. A brother could have helped you. Somebody could have, That is not your problem. Your real problem is up there, but you are struggling here, so you can't even go up there. I see you rising. I see you flying. There's supernatural strength. And sometimes part of that supernatural strength is wisdom from books, wisdom from the word, counsel and the input of people who have gone ahead of you. Number five. Overcome your handicap by embracing your God-given weaknesses. This was the secret of Apostle Paul. He said, I take pleasure in infirmities. I've come to discover that one of the reasons why people don't do it is that they don't even accept. There's a bishop watching me right now. I know he's watching me because I, I know he's watching me. The first time I met him, 
with his wife. I asked him whether he had done the temperament. Not, not the first time. I had known him for a while. I couldn't believe it. He said, he's a choleric. I almost fell off my chair. So if you are a choleric, then I, I am a, I, I'm a boxer. You are a choleric? I said, sit in this room and do the, your, your, your temperament test. People refuse to accept who they are. And once you don't accept it, you will never overcome it. You will never overcome, overcome yourself. If you are phlegmatic, accept the fact that you are lazy. Yes, I've had to accept the fact that I'm lazy. By my normal, natural self, I'm a lazy person. I sleep a lot. I am into moods. Once you accept it, you are now about to overcome it. Accept it. Embrace it means accept it. You will never overcome. Can you imagine I've got toothache and I go and sit in front of a doctor that what is wrong? Then I raise my armpit and say, I've got rashes in my armpit. What type of madness is that? You have a toothache because you are refusing. I don't have it. I'm sure that bishop is watching me. He's a bishop. I had to prove to him that he's a, he's a phlegmatic. A few days ago, we were all laughing together. <laughs> people don't want to accept. Accept that when people live with you, they can't be happy. You are moody. You are dark. Your soul, your soul is a, it's a dark soul. It's a dark soul. People around you can never enjoy you. When you are at a place, it is, it is moods. Accept it. Some of you should accept that you are a rude man. You are rude. You are a rude girl. That is how you work. He said, I take pleasure in my infirmities. Accept the fact that you don't speak good English. Don't, don't, don't borrow American slangs to overcome your bad grammar. Or a shaker to go into town and I'm coming and I, I, I was went and, and, and God, God, God gave me something and I'm, and I'm going to come and I, I, was, I was in town and, and, and the last time I gave the boy, I gave the boy something and yesterday the boy came and I was going to a foolish man. Accept, don't, don't add slangs to change the fact that your grammar is bad. Embrace it and over, that's how to overcome Embrace that your English weren't good at this time. Embrace the fact that you like girls. Embrace the fact that you are into pornography. Accept, don't say, oh, uh, it, these are things that sometimes come uh, in moments of weakness. No. No. Paul accepted the infirmity. Accept your weakness. Accept it. That you are lazy. Then you can overcome it. Accept that when churches are given to you, the churches never grow. You can do well. Accept the fact that when, 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 when you are in a place, people are not happy to be with you. Accept that your soul is it's called melancholy. Melancholy is, is from two words. Two words. Mel. mel melan. is from melanin. Black. Melan, black. Your soul is dark. 
I had to accept it to have a marriage with my wife. Because me, I don't want to talk to anybody. When I'm in my house, hey. Even at, at, during this lockdown, one day I was, I, I was in, in my room just having a good time. I said, hey, 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 get out of the room, wear a shirt, and go and greet everybody. <laughs> go round. <laughs> I wore my shirt and went round. I went to where my wife was working. I sat with her. We fellowshiped. How can you be in the bedroom? You are, there, you are just there with, with your black soul, your dark soul. The snake is a master of overcoming handicaps. I declare to you today that on this Resurrection Sunday, whatever is down is going up. Whatever is broken is being formed again. Whatever is spoiled is being regenerated. Whatever has been scattered is being gathered again. Whatever is dead is coming alive again. Whatever has become dark is becoming colorful again. I pray for you that a new grace will find you. Today is a special day. And wherever you are watching me, on this Sunday morning, if you can close your eyes, I want to pray with you. I want to ask you first of all to say a prayer for yourself and ask the Lord. Spend 10 minutes, sorry, 10 seconds, 5 seconds and, and, and accept your handicap. Accept how you are. Accept that you are a lazy person. Accept that you don't pray. Really, 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 you've not been praying. Accept it. And we are about to pray and say, Lord, give me the grace to overcome. The grace overcome. The grace overcome. He said, my grace. My grace. My grace. Not, not, not your determination. My grace. Pray for yourself now. Center leader, pray. Basenta leader, pray. Shepherd, pray. Pray. Matolaba. Masianda Zuka. Penuli mande mahandele babosha. Rema mama. We are overcoming. Pray. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. It will never happen that yesterday was better in your marriage. Yesterday was better in your ministry. Yesterday was better in your business. Pray, pray. Because there's grace. You can't sink. You cannot sink. Pray. Tasumahanda katabada. Determine that you are overcoming yourself. 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 Pray. Tasadaba. Kandi Mahondalaba. Pray. Everybody is praying. Everybody is praying. Nakatola Baba. Rakaka Baza Baba Katababa. Inalabadim Rakosimiandalababa. Lembriki Kakotababa. Revive thy works. Revive thy works. Revive thy works in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, revive. Matasinto handa handala. Re katisimandondi kiriada baba. Father, we thank you. We bless you on this beautiful resurrection Sunday. Wherever you are, you're not born again. You are far from God. You want to give your life to Christ. I want to pray for you and lead you in a simple prayer. I want to pray for you. Yes, I want to pray for you. I want to say, Lord. I'm coming back. Coming back to you. As your eyes are closed, I want you to pray with me. Say, Heavenly Father, 
I surrender my life to you. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I've gone far from you. I'm so dirty. I've done many bad things. Please forgive me. Please cleanse me. Please wash my sins. And make me your child. I declare today that I'm a child of God. On this resurrection Sunday, I'm receiving a new life in Christ. I am born again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands wherever you are. Keep clapping your hands. What a beautiful morning. What a beautiful service. What a beautiful time. I believe that God is going to help you to stand strong and overcome. I'm joining my faith with yours that we shall overcome. He that is born of God 